1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We got some new exclusive
2: yeah,
3: content coming really your
2: cool. way. It's, it's actually a really cool feature.
3: Yeah, we're going to have a new go live feature. Uh <laughs> <laughs> somebody <Yeah>. always, <laughs> somebody always got something to say. <laughs> I'm trying to do a radio program here.
2: They got me once already, and then, then here comes Jesse,
3: Jesse the producer, sidetracking <laughs> everything.
2: No, nah, but the serious. the feature does seem pretty cool. There, there's a we, we were talking about. We're um,
3: gonna go live with new content on that app. Yeah, yeah at yeah. very and, random and times. Very random <laughs> times.
2: At any time. It could be both mm-hmm. of us. Could be one of us. Mm-hmm. Could be me and Jason. <laughs> we talked about that today. Okay. They they pitched that. They're like, hey. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, because from what I
3: hear, these features will then be podcasted. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Boy, they keep creating more work for us, <laughs> and we just kind of like take it. Like, oh yeah, we'll go live for fifteen. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> All right. But it's it basically is, it is Twitter cool. spaces, yeah. uh, and you can call and do all of that stuff, but it's exclusive uh, to the Odyssey app uh, because Odyssey pays us. Uh, we're not going on Twitter. Twitter <laughs> wants to pay us. If you want to create a bidding war, that's fine, but we'll be on the Odyssey app, so make sure you download that, uh, and you got to save ESPN 1320 uh, as your favorite radio station. That way uh, you get the live alerts, and we, I can tell you with all certainty we will go live. Uh, following some Kings victories last night as they had one uh, last night. Golden one center was popping. Oh, yeah. A 30-4 to 4 run closes that game out. And I think the Grizzlies scored 10 points in the quarter. Six of them were scored in like the first three minutes or so, and then they, they just got points at the foul line the rest of the way. Check,
2: check this out. Uh, our guy Tim Maxwell Sacktown baby giraffe um with 731 left in the third quarter the grizzlies took a 73 to 71 lead the kings outscored the grizzlies 62 27 mm. over the final 19 and a half minutes wow wow <laughs> and see, and i and i i i fell back a little bit cuz you know we had guests in the house but i saw Anthony was like oh, this finals it's cute i'm telling you man I'm telling you, look, I understand all the defensive concerns. But number one, like we pointed out earlier in the show, like those things happen. I don't want to say they only happen, but you you really start to have those concerns when you face the top of the top, which is conference final time, you know, maybe even semifinal time. And that's my whole point. Like you, you tell me, all right, this is all cute, but when they play Denver, they're not gonna be able to do that. If they played Denver in the Western Conference Finals, that's one step away from what I just said—the mm-hmm. NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a prediction or nothing like that. It's just—it's a home.
3: spoiler. Oh, sorry, that's a—it's a promo. My bad.
2: <laughs> it's, I'm just saying, like, it's not inconceivable. That's—that's that's what I'm saying because of what they can do <clears throat> on the offensive end. There's
3: no. Golden State Warriors right right there's there's no there's no dominant there are really good teams Memphis is a very good team Denver is a very good team yeah
2: and it's twofold it's twofold right it's what the Kings can do on the offensive end combined with what's in the Western Conference this year did I did I hear
3: this correctly I I think I heard Matt George say this are the King's the second team to beat Memphis twice this year. Oh, I didn't hear that. Is that right? Oh man, that seems. I mean, Memphis hasn't lost very many games, so it's not that absurd of a a, a concept. But they. I mean, they're 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 thirty one and sixteen. I was listening to I was listening to Matt, but I was, was I, I had a call this morning, and it's like, wow, that's a hell of a stat. And then I started second guessing myself. Did I hear that right? That's an if if if. If the information that I am relaying to you live on this radio show is correct, that's an amazing stat.
2: That is, that's that's a trip. Or
3: I just am making it up again, like I did earlier.
2: <laughs> what was it when you said that
3: uh, someone? So uh, we, I, I found the clip. Harrison Barnes, we were tagged in it. Harrison Barnes did in fact say something <laughs> about the Philly game, as did Trey Lyles. Uh, Matt George to the rescue. Uh, third team: Jazz and Sons. Mm. Jazz, Sons, and Kings are the three teams. Uh, who have beaten the Memphis Grizzlies well, look, twice this even, year. Thank you for that, Matt George.
2: Even on top of that, they're done with the Grizzlies. They're done with the Grizzlies and the Lakers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they only got one more game with the Warriors.
3: That's right, the last home game yeah. in April.
2: And they haven't seen the, they saw, the they saw the. They saw
3: the Warriors three freaking times in the first two weeks of the season and don't see them again till Still the, the second-to-last game. game. Come on,
2: man. Um and they haven't seen the Pelicans yet, but our guy Jason Anderson had a tweet that came out and said, the Pelicans say Zion Williamson's hamstring is progressing well and healing as expected. He'll be reevaluated in two weeks, mm. which like means he won't return until return until after uh, sometime after the Kings visit New Orleans on the 5th. The Kings will play the Pelicans on March 3rd and April 4th. So,
3: and granted, this is going to change here in a minute, but first Matchup against the Wolves Saturday, yep. Have, so they haven't it. played. They haven't played the Timberwolves that's yet back either.
2: Back. I think they got two. It's not back. It's not. Oh, I know it, what you uh, mean. It's not a, a back to back series, right? Deal. Yeah. I think they got two of those with the uh, with the Timberwolves. Oh, do they? I think the one oh. here is is that same situation.
3: I think they. I, do, I, I, do they have one with Dallas coming up? Yep, that's the. They only, do like
2: one of the only February home
3: games. Yeah, they're. Yeah, you get to see the Kings <laughs> like three times in in, in February, <laughs> and two of them are against Dallas. Uh, Friday and Saturday, uh, the tenth and the eleventh against Dallas. Hmm, it's a weird scheduling quirk that they haven't seen Minnesota yet, and they haven't seen New Orleans yeah,
2: yet. But Minnesota, when they come here, is just one game so no back-to-back they got back-to-back well series Mm -hmm. with Minnesota
3: the Dallas one is an actual back-to-back it is yeah it is
2: Friday and Saturday like you said they got Minnesota Houston Dallas OKC Portland those are the two game series left all of them except for Dallas on the road
3: so obviously the Houston one is in Houston because they've already done they've done that one here
2: what a schedule, you know how I mean, do, so I, it's I, a it's
3: a bubble schedule quirk.
2: I, I'm I'm cool with the two or, game
3: series. I guess it's not a bubble, Covid schedule COVID quirk.
2: Schedule,
3: yeah. I like the two. I games. It, it's 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 different. Mm. It's definitely different. Uh, I think it adds a a, a unique element. Yeah, yeah. It adds a, a an interesting element to to the two games for sure. Wow. Uh, but the Kings, they they've wrapped up their season series. Against the, you know, I realized I don't feel like we've spent, and we've got plenty of time to do it. Uh, Jason Jones, J Street Vibes, is going to join us coming up here uh, in a couple of minutes. Keegan Murray is in a rhythm right now. Oh, he's balling. He is looking comfortable. I mean, 20 and 9 for him yesterday. He is in a groove right now. Mm -hmm. And he looked as, there wasn't a player from Harrison to Keegan to Malik Monk to. Terrence Davis, when he entered the game with two and a half minutes left, who didn't look comfortable. Yeah, and I think Katie—I th- I think it was Katie—who was using a lot. Mark, the, the team was—that ball had energy last night. Yeah, and everybody felt it.
2: Yeah, they—they were—they were whipping the ball around. They were making the extra pass. Um, uh, once a couple shots went in, like you said, everybody started feeling good. You can, you know, salute Harrison with that, but yeah. Keegan was also cooking. Yeah. At least it felt like it early. No, he was. You know, he he was cooking and I just now I can't get out of my head you know seeing him and thinking what is he going to be 2 years from now? Yeah. Is he going to get that uh that that handle to the point where he can create shots on his own? Cuz if he does, ooh, wait. Oh, wait. Keegan could be a problem. Uh, he Look, I was looking at it earlier. He be he's not going to win rookie of the year, which is crazy. I think that's going to Paolo. Yeah, but Keegan is possibly in line for another rookie of the month. Mm. Another rookie of the month.
3: Yeah, how many of those do you have to win before it doesn't make sense to give Paolo <laughs> Bancaro to rookie of the year anymore?
2: Well, isn't that what happened with um, Tyreek and and Steph? I think Tyreek started off winning like two rookie of the month, and then I think Steph won like the last four, but Tyreek won the rookie of the year. Hmm. 25 and 5.
3: I hadn't heard. Those were his numbers? 25 and 5. Wow. Big time. You don't hear those numbers referenced here very often. <laughs> Big time. Uh Keegan by the way, you're he was cooking. <laughs> yes. He he was 4 of 5 from the field, 3 of 3 in the first quarter. Him and Harrison combined for 26. <laughs> that is such an absurd number. 26 of the team's first quarter's 47 points.
2: That's crazy. That's crazy. Keegan Murray or 47 first quarter in points. January, uh, 14.4 points per game, 5.8 rebounds, shooting 51% from three, 52% from the field.
3: Jesse just gave me the universal sign that I'm an idiot and we need to go to break because Jason Jones joins us when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Okay,
0: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better
2: KC on ESPN 1320. Jason people, Jones man. coming be in hot. People. <laughs> to be own people, hot. man. Your own co-host, man. Oh man.
3: Jason Jones, your your partner over on the J Street Vibes podcast. Well, we know where his alliances are. Right? Well, we we always knew his alliances were never with the 49ers, man. though I did not expect Jay to join the stream.
2: In a Philadelphia Eagles jersey. That's why I flipped him the bird with the the Stone Cold meme on on Sunday. (laughs) I saw him trying to link up with Cowboys fans. (laughs)
4: I've been had had this. I
2: got this. I got
4: Reggie White. See, growing up back in Long Beach, we had a period where the Raiders were banned from schools for uh, gang reasons. (laughs) So I was trying to find a team I could wear to school that wouldn't, you know, draw the ire of authorities. And I liked Randall Cunningham. Mm -hmm. I was a Reggie White fan. And I thought Buddy Ryan was the coolest coach ever because he was all for abusing quarterbacks. (laughs) So I would roll with the Eagles. And I had them all, you know, and so. And then as I got older, the Eagles, I think, drafted three guys from my high school.
3: Damn, okay.
4: Uh, Winston Justice, Deshaun Jackson, and Brandon Whiting. Hmm. I actually went to school with Brandon. His dad will coach me. So I've always had an affinity for the Eagles. And should they do the Lord's work on Sunday Jeez. and make Niner fans cry, I will I will celebrate like I'm from Philly. It's the
2: third straight okay. week he's
3: asked for somebody to do the Lord's work. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he he's increased his timing well, this week.
4: Well, he's Gino he's and tithing. Dak, Gino, they're kind of.
2: Well, this is your boy, though. Crazy. This is your boy. <laughs>
4: Oh yeah, this is your boy, boy. This is this is frat brother, Jalen. Yeah, oh yeah, he' gonna do the damn thing. Yeah, he ain't. You know, I know Nick Bosa like to get down and try to tackle a certain kind of quarterback. Hey, 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 hey. This uh, lit. he ain't gonna. I, do it this lit first
2: first. on Sunday. I don't know. I
3: don't know if I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. Hey. If Nick Bosa has more than two sacks on Sunday, well, I'm 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 on an well, investigation. Look,
2: look, look, the, look, look. look, look. I'm, at, I'm gonna tell y'all both. Maybe Nick then turned over a new leaf. He don't have a sack word, all playoff. I'm just saying, word <laughs> on the
4: street. He don't is, have a sack all word playoff. Is, word on the street is this playoff run gets him a little amped up more. No,
2: you got he, it all wrong. Jay Z didn't like, turn over a new leaf. He he left. He don't, Gina, have, he he don't was, have a sack all playoffs.
3: He left. He left Geno alone. Have, he left Dak alone. He, he, he
2: didn't turn. <laughs> he didn't turn over a new leaf.
3: He, he, he had a. He had a conversation with Reverend Al Sharpton. He was like, I ain't going to do this no more.
4: He's different. He's different. This this whole playoff run is di- like, man, I guess i will go ahead and hold up now. He's, he's coming for Jalen. I was like, man, he go after Russell Wilson a little different than he do Jerry Goff. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a music thing. I don't know. Can, oh, man.
3: can you confirm my suspicion in that you put that jersey on right before this hit?
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> combined with the fact that he he got it in the early two thousands, you see that's that what's that, a fifty eight? That jersey? Size is that. No,
4: this is a Randall Cunningham. No, no, the
2: size, look at the sleeves, they go down to your forearms. So what? You, yeah,
3: oh, Jay ain't really a slim cut dude.
2: No, but Jay he 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 still wear he wears his stuff today differently than that jersey right now. Jer- this
4: is like a what size? You know, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> That don't matter. I mean, that's you know, irrelevant. The, so what's going to happen? The
2: Eagles the Eagles did fail by um, staying with this, like, dark green. I think they're Kelly green. Or it's Kelly green right now. I don't know. But that particular green is much better. They need to go back to that full time. But they're staying with the dark green, which is why they'll lose yeah, on Sunday. And
4: the Niners just stopped wearing black. We did. Thank God. That was terrible.
2: More better than you guys. No. I don't even, I don't even know why. Hey. I don't even know why we're talking football. I don't even know why. I don't either. I don't even know why. Because my team's still playing. Your team and and played in 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 all year. All right, hey, all year.
4: My my team <laughs> plays on Sunday. See, you, this
2: is what we got to go. It, it, when it's when I say it's Niners versus everybody, it really is Niners versus everybody. No, it's all right, really.
3: though, we built for it. I'm a fall We built out. for oh, it, really. Jay pulls up with like a Joe Burrow jersey next week or something <laughs> at the 49ers. Hey, hey, I will
4: wear the jersey of any team that eliminates the 49ers just because I I love walking around Northern California trolling them. Like back in the day, uh, when the uh, I went up to was it Portland? I bought a Seahawks shirt just to wear in the Bay no, Area. You went too far. I ain't no Seahawks fan. You absolutely went too far. I got a Legion of boom shirt and after they uh they beat the night uh the Sherman Crabtree play i just was go to target in that shirt
2: right? hey look,
4: look. And, and get dirty looks and laugh i mean i i i had no allegiance to the seahawks other than it made people in the bay area mad at me
2: when i posted that that Tweet the other day talking about, you know, flipping the bird. Well, Stone Cold was, not me. Flipping the bird to you Raiders know. fans trying to join up with Cowboys fans. I had a lot of Raider fans talking about, oh, KC, you're delusional. You're just making up stuff. This didn't really happen. Ain't no real Raider fan doing this. I'm telling you. I no, saw I it and now the... you guys see it.
4: No, no, I I don't care. I mean, if I didn't live in Northern California, I probably wouldn't care because I live in Northern California. Oh, I wanted the Cowboys to win. <laughs> You know, but Dak was trying they to didn't. get a game ball from the wrong team. They didn't.
3: That's a high level of petty that I can appreciate. I, I can appreciate I mean, this is pettiness. what I
4: do. I yeah, mean, I there's a reason that. why my friends say I should be part of the player haters ball. Like They were like, oh, yeah. oh shit, <laughs> it was missing me. This is what I do. Yeah. He... I, have, I have no shame in admitting that, that my only joy <laughs> of the postseason is watching Niner fans get oh so close only to be disappointed. Like, in an ideal situation – They'll be leading up to the fourth quarter again, and then someone will drop an interception or something crazy. Oh, or no, no, that you know, once
2: again, we're on the road again. I mean, this little, it's little gritty 49ers team. Like no, Eleven. Nobody.
3: Hey, can, hey, nobody. Hey, believes
2: hey, it, hey, hey, hey,
3: hey, 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 oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. Oh, hey. 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 Let's go from Adrian Wojnarowski after orchestrating after orchestrating a remarkable franchise renaissance. Sacramento Kings general manager Monty McNair has agreed on a contract extension uh, under McNair, who is in the final months of his deal. Kings are third in the West and on the cusp of ending. 16-year postseason absence. This, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, Monty McNair gets his contract extension.
2: Shout out Life to good, the see, Kings. You know, yeah. Shout out to the Kings. Shout out to Monty McNair. Bag is secured by Monty McNair. Now let's go ahead and end this thing, man. Let's yes, end this
3: playoff, baby. Come on. Yes, indeed. He really, he
2: really does deserve it, Jay and, and Damien. I mean, the guy, yeah. what he's done in about two years, and I was. He was moving slow for me early on, and I was like getting frustrated. But oh yeah, I mean, has close. he missed? Has he missed? Like, I'm not saying he'll never miss, but so far, has he missed? With the signing, say, with the man. draft. Now, pick? what are we
4: defining as a miss?
2: Like a guy, I guess, Hassan Whiteside is a miss, right? Glenn Robinson the third well, is a miss. Hassan Whiteside,
4: that wasn't a that wasn't a move designed to make the team help the team win.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
4: Uh-oh. uh-oh. and your additions are Glenn Robinson the third and Assad They're not trying to win. They weren't trying to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now that they've actually tried to win in this, this you know, in the last twelve months. Oh, uh, Monet McNair. That's that's out. Right? Oh, that's
3: Monet. Yeah, that's that's uh that's <laughs> a... <Hey. laughs> Zeke Zeke's, Zeke's family finally got in there one way or It's another. official. It's
2: official. <laughs> She here, <laughs> She here,
4: Monet McNair
2: is running he the didn't Kings. make
4: it, but Monet got in the family.
3: Finally, <laughs> all it took was Fifty Cent uh, uh, getting his uh, liquor in here, and we we good to go. Let's but, try I this. Mean, you
4: see, the, you see the vision. You see what you see. How Fifty orchestrated this whole thing <laughs>
3: finally happened.
2: But I mean, look at what yeah, he's I done, mean, done I mean, with that's the draft picks. It
4: it's, right, it's, it's the right decision. I mean. I don't know what else you know. You could ask Monty. Given what he inherited, you know, to, to you know, he made you know the coaching hires worked out this year. You know, he's drafted. I mean, he's got three solid first round picks. Yeah, or oh, we on number four now with Tyrese now Davion. Three, yeah. yeah, three. You know, he hasn't missed. in you know, um, when was the last time you said the Kings drafted three NBA players in a row in the in the lottery? Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that was one reason why the, the streak has been so long. They just couldn't get right in the lottery. Yeah.
2: You
4: mm-hmm. know, what I mean, He that he's did that right. You know, it's a bonus trade. I remember about this time a year ago, people wanted to, you know, see him in the parking lot over trading Tyrese. <laughs> to see him in the parking lot. <laughs> that's no, real talk. John, nah, that's real talk. I remember people got mad at me for saying I liked the trade, said I was a hater. Oh, you must hate Tyrese. No, I don't hate Tyrese. I think Tyrese is great, but for the way the team was set up, Tyrese was basically your backup point guard because Mm. you'd already given De'Aaron the 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 max, you know. And and to me, that 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 long term deal of a Tyrese De'Aaron backcourt wasn't going to work. And you know, and part of being a good GM is when you draft well, you then have assets that teams want, Mm -hmm. and then you can flip those assets. So, and this couldn't have worked out almost any better. And I think one of the underrated parts of last year's trade deadline is coming up with Trey Lyles. Mm, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I yeah. mean, you know, he's been I incredible. They, yeah. And plus, Monty's a Dodger fan. So, you know, no, you can't, you know, nobody's perfect. Nobody can't, can't go wrong with that. Yeah. You can't go wrong with adding, yeah, you know, having a Dodger fan right. in your front office. That's very, wrong. mean, that, that is very, I wrong. mean, you know, I mean, what, is, what did what everybody else get you since Petrie? You know, got you a Dodger fan. Look at you now. Well, that's you know. That's so I need you. That's not I need you to, I I I need you to put some this. respect on that. I, I I need you to acknowledge acknowledge them. You know, we'll put you on trial. like They put Sami Zayn on trial for that. <laughs>
3: What's is is Monty's? Obviously, there's a there's a trade deadline approaching. Um, is Monty's biggest order of business Harrison Barnes?
4: I I don't know order of business in the sense of like keeping them. In in my opinion, yeah.
3: Like oh, I, I, I don't
4: I, see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't move Harrison.
3: Yeah. Okay. That's 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 what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah. You you want to address this one way or another? Obviously, the, the the trade deadline is coming up. I don't think trading Harrison Barnes is part of any conversation. Mm-hmm. But. Or, or, or do, do you have conversations with Harrison Barnes? I, I don't think sitting out the trade deadline is Monty's plan either, though I don't know that Kings fans would be terribly upset if that wound up being something that happened. But is, is you know, finding out if, you know, Harrison, look, we're, we're, you're not a part of anything on this trade deadline. We want you to be around here yeah. for the next couple of years. I mean, we all thought Harrison was gone. We all thought Harrison wanted to be gone uh before this season started and now you know you see the way the team's playing you hear some of his you know his post game stuff his practice stuff you know like maybe he's bought into this being different being new not being what he's been a part of for the last god is it four or five years now
4: man harrison hasn't been part of winning since what 2016
3: yeah warriors
4: yeah i mean he was elite in scoring but those weren't good teams and yeah, they've been trying to trade. I mean, the the Twitter rumor mill's been trading Harrison for for, for three years. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: and and I think a lot of it is, you know, just hey, he's got the declining value in the contract. He's a veteran, a good he'd help a good team. But I think the mentality's got to be different this year. It's no, this isn't about pawning off. You know, getting off of contracts, and you know, maybe we can bring in some guy who we can get a look going into the offseason. season you're about trying to supplement this team. And I think in the past, in the past, the supplemental moves were kind of like, ah, it'll, it's nice, but it wasn't going to really move anything. Like, you know, I like when they added the line, right. But that wasn't like, you know, a foundational, we're going to do something big type addition, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think now really, if they don't make a move and they just kind of like, look at the buyout market. Mm -hmm. I mean, that could be a way for them to go. Just because they don't really have to, they, they, they don't have the pressure of, if you don't make a move, what's going to happen? Mm. You know, they're not in that, Uh, you know, they're not, right, they're not, you know, sitting at like 23 and 24 like the entire Western Conference seems to be right now. Mm. You know, they're not in that, you know, that bunch at the bottom. They'd have to have a major slip to, you know, all of a sudden be going, oh, my God, we're in ninth. Yeah. And I don't see them having you no know, slippage like that outside of, you know, you know, if say De'Aaron were to, or Sabonis were to miss significant time. Yeah. So I think, I just think the approach has got to be is different now. You're trying to bolster, you know, before it was like, you know, well, maybe we can collect some assets, maybe make a deal where we don't give up a lot, you know, like last year you moved Bagley and Parker, you know, you don't want him back and you figured let's get something for him. And that, that worked out pretty well for them.
2: It Worked out great.
4: So, and yeah. you know, this year, I don't think you break up. You know, the core of this team, unless it's like a blockbuster move. And outside of that, you, I mean, you can wait for see who gets bought out. Yeah. See what vets are out there on ten days. Maybe you bring in. I just, I just think it's a different approach. And I think this is probably the first time since Harrison signed his extension that we're not talking about who wants Harrison Barnes or. You're not gonna walk into the locker room and the day before the deadline, everyone's going, Okay, who's not gonna be here tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, they've had some they've had some crazy deadline days where guys were mad after the deadline. They weren't they were still on the team. League and League. I've been around some of those guys. They were like, What did I do to not get traded?
2: Yeah, no need like, to bring I was Buddy. Trying to get a,
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't have to worry about that. Now I think guys, you know, guys are happy. Guys want you know, winning fixes everything. And that was one of the people who always try to tell me that no one will go to Sacramento. I'm like, if they're winning, they will. People mm-hmm. signed with Oklahoma city when they were winning.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: No one, you know, and you know, if it was all about the location, the Lakers Clippers and the Knicks and heat, would get everybody they want. And they don't because, you know, winning and, and management matters. I think now the management situation is settled. You know, with money getting the extension, you know, you have a coach GM owner, all on the same accord. You don't have a, a coach that the GM didn't bring in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the most stable they've been probably since the Petrie days. Yeah, for sure.
2: Adding to um, Adrian Wojnarowski and his report, he said the Kings are working to finalize a new deal with assistant GM Wes Welker, too, source said. McNair Wes Wilcox. And Wes Wilcox. what say? Wes Wilcox. That's, that's diversity. <laughs> with Wes Welker. Well, that would be great.
3: That would be that boy. <laughs> Kenny Caraway. <laughs> Wes Welker, and Monamo McNair. <laughs> Let's try this
2: again. The teams gotcha. are really
4: thinking outside the box in the front <laughs> office. They got Mary J. Blige and a slot receiver <laughs> running <away.
2: laughs> Let's try this again. From Adrian Wojnarowski, Kings are working to finalize a new deal with assistant GM Wes Wilcox too. Source says McNair and Wilcox have worked closely together in reshaping the organization into a Western Conference contender. Indeed, so, they have, yeah, and well, he deserves his credit as well for for his role in this. Jason, to, your, to the best of your knowledge, like um, you, you've been around the league for so long. I, I assume the Kings didn't beat the Grizzlies by 33, and Vivek woke up and said. Today's a good day to make an extension for Monty McNair. And Monty McNair said, "You know what? I accept. Deal's done." <laughs> I don't think that's how it went down. How long do you think this has been in the works? Like, is I know, and I only ask that because people have been kind of freaking out over it for a while. Is this something that you think maybe they had been planning throughout the off season and it rolled into the season, or they weren't sure during the season and then they saw enough? How do you think it played out in your opinion?
4: I guess I, like I that I, I'm pretty sure it was, you know, over a period of time. I am i think we're past the days of people. Maybe we're past the days of everyone wondering, okay, will one loss change the Vex mind completely? Like what if he had the extension ready on Friday, played a six or six Nope. <laughs> then he's like, okay, Monday. Okay. He can have it back. <laughs> I don't think we're, you know, at that stage of things. I think, a lot of times, I, I, I would have been shocked if they got to the off season and there was nothing done. Mm-hmm. That would, to me, that would have been a bad sign. You get to, you know, you get to April, May, you know, they make the playoffs, and it's like, well, what happens with the GM? I didn't think it was going. That would have been a bad sign. So I think this is one of those things that you talk about. You know, you you know, you get an idea that you know, Monty wants to be around. Now, how do we make this thing work? You know, you know what number do, do you know does does money want or need to stay? All those things, you know. But yeah, yeah, you're right. This didn't happen. Just I don't think. Well, of course, I'll say that, and someone will tell me differently. I don't think Vivek watched the game and says, you know what? Hey, let's ask Bibby real quick. Bibby, should I keep him? <laughs> okay, <Ooh>. done.
3: <laughs> let's hope he didn't. <laughs> that I, that
4: I... would be a great story. That if it was Vivek conferred with Fifty Cent and Mike Bibby and made the decision. <laughs>
3: Mike Bibby looked at him and said, who's Monty McNair? (laughs) (laughs) Why would you sign him to an extension? I don't understand. (laughs) Can I read a – can I just – Woj put the tweet out, and I don't think we've – I don't know that we – I don't think we've talked about this one time. The tweet from Woj, ESPN story on the Sacramento Kings extending GM Monty McNair, an executive of the year front runner.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw that too.
4: Yeah, He's got to be.
3: Yeah. Absolutely,
4: I mean, it's got to be. I mean, yeah, I mean that that should that's a no brainer to me. Yeah. It's got to be. I mean, they make the. I'm trying to run the league. You know who else? I mean, if about like front runners or whatever, who else?
2: Early in the season, it was um, Griff. You know, with what the Pelicans were doing, but that's kind of or
4: Danny bit. or or you know, I think Utah would get some votes just for the way they fleeced uh, Minnesota. Mm.
3: Yeah, Minnesota like, would not get it. Yeah, Was it Tim Conley? Good. Who's that? He wouldn't get executive oh, of the year.
4: not It be you him? Know, but you know, you like said a lot of times these votes ha- come with the whole narrative thing, and no one's going to have a better narrative nope. amongst the executives than Money. No, no, definitely I mean, not. You know, the downtrodden Kings couldn't make the playoffs since we had since before iPhones were invented. You know all that stuff, and here you know. He makes a trade a year ago that the fans aren't necessarily like because who the heck is Sabonis, you know? <laughs> you know, he played in Indiana. A lot of folks didn't know about him. And it's all worked out, you know. he, you know, they they you know, they straight uh Jack Atlanta for Kevin Herter. You know. Hmm. That was a no ski mask right there. I don't know how <laughs> every time I watch the Kings play, i was like how and they traded Kevin Herter, why?
3: I don't think Atlanta knows what they're doing. I think that's what it boils down to. I don't think Atlanta knows what they're doing. I don't think they know what they want. I don't think they know what they're doing. None of
4: that. In a league where shooting is at a premium, why are you giving away shooters? Mm,
2: Bad job by the
4: way. It's about time the Kings got over on somebody, not the other way around.
3: (laughs) Man... Well, that's good news for the Sacramento it's Kings. Great news. Uh, it is. It's, it's, it's tremendous. If you're just tuning in, uh, Adrian Wojanowski of ESPN reports that Monty McNair, Sacramento Kings general manager, has agreed uh, to a contract extension just weeks now ahead of the trade deadline. Uh, that conversation that had left a lot of people scratching their head uh, <laughs> can now be put to bed. Monty McNair and Wes Wilcox as well. Uh, will yeah. be the general managers and assistant general managers of this team. Uh, they will be a part of the Kings front office uh, for a long time. People in the chatty house asking for details on the contract. Those things normally aren't released uh, when it comes to front office personnel. I'm not really sure why, uh, but they're not. Uh, I hope Monty got the bag, though, uh, because he's absolutely earned it. This is a team that a lot of Vegas books had pegged at 33 and a half wins to 34 and a half wins. And, Jay, they got their 27th win of the season by beating the second-place team in the Western Conference by 33. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Man. Incredible.
4: No, you can't complain too much about that.
3: That was one of the strangest games I remember watching. Oh, yeah,
4: that game, I was ready to be like, oh, my God, here they go again. Then now they're up by 20. I'm like, okay, I guess they got this one. (laughs) <laughs> i'm like they had made like 45 threes and they were up six
3: <laughs> yeah that was oh uh, that was that was bro that was so sketchy that was, was so like, concerning
4: going on here
2: <laughs> the fact the fact that they couldn't get separation uh was bizarre and then they got chased down like we were all afraid would happen mm-hmm. and then they just went off <laughs> they went off and they became the uh Eighty nine, ninety Pistons. They just just stopped stopped the Grizzlies from scoring and dominated that game. I was talking. The Grizzlies
4: about had about six points in the four for about eight minutes. It felt like.
2: Yeah, seriously. I talked about it earlier, Jason. I said this was the almost full gamut of emotions in in the whole roller coaster that you get from a Kings team. They have the offensive firepower to go off at any point in time, but they don't play defense. So the teams will always have opportunity to come back and then mm-hmm. they do and then the Kings play good enough defense for about four or five minutes and you combine that with another explosion offensively and you've got a thirty point win like that is that is a lot of what this king's team is you got the absolute best of what they could be and the absolute worst
4: of what they could be they they take you yeah so they take you everywhere yeah they just it's like being in a crazy relationship. Sometimes you're like, I love you. I hate you. You know, it's it's like the Kendrick Lamar cry. I
3: was song. just about to say that. This, that's
4: a hundred percent what this yeah, is. Yeah. You going back and forth, but by the end, it's all good.
3: <laughs> Indeed. Indeed it is. Uh, Jay, we appreciate you. Uh, elite trolling, uh, as always, you are a, a role model for many, uh and we fly
2: Eagles it. fly. Okay. Hey man, humble hearts over here, man. We just we're a little gritty 49ers team just trying to go on the road and keep it close. That's all we're doing. Don't
4: I I need the Eagles to win because God forbid I gotta root for the Chiefs to beat them. Oh, the
2: and we already know he's already done that before. I mean, what can, what's up with you Raider fans, man? I don't know, man. I, I would no, I would never yeah, like root, I, I would never root for the Cowboys to beat the Raiders. I don't understand you guys. No, okay.
4: so, like I said, I have no issue with the Niners as a team. It is the fans. Cause I live out here. If I lived in LA, I wouldn't care probably Well, we so don't, because we I live up LA here <laughs> and all the Niner fans up here do things to me like, well, why don't you join us? No, leave me alone. <laughs> Won't <laughs> you come over here with us? <laughs> I don't want to. Your tailgates are boring. no, <laughs> I don't want any part of that. Leave me be. Leave, let me have my 6 and 11 team. <laughs> it's
3: all yours, Jay. We love you. Yeah, it,
4: nobody else wants them.
3: J Street Vibes. We
4: might have, we might have a 50 year old quarterback next season. Who knows?
3: <laughs> you might. We appreciate you. Thank you, Jason. Jason Jones, right. the athletic right there. And of course, the J Street Vibes podcast. Uh, that is tremendous. Ooh, uh, Monty okay. McNair. So that's that's done. That's done. No more. No more concern. No more storyline. No more. We're headed into a trade deadline and the general manager isn't taken care of. uh, No more expiring deals. None of that. We're set. Monty McNair is the general manager of this franchise.
2: There you go. There you go. I'm glad to see it, man. And like we talked about a little bit with Jason. I mean, he more than deserves it. He more than deserves it. He's been he's done a phenomenal job. He really has. And there's been, a plenty, there's been plenty of times when I've been frustrated with uh, Monty McNair. I feel like he's not moving fast enough. Something needs to happen. you got to do something. We wasted all this time. I've said that. I've said that. I, I'm not disputing that at all. And I will say right now, in his tenure, he's done a phenomenal job.
3: And that's the, the, it it, it goes back, you know, we look at the the Rui Hachimura trade yesterday Mm -hmm. and a a, a sentiment on social media, and I think you had this sentiment as well. Kings could have gotten involved in this. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think we're far enough into this, and we can go back to Keegan over Jaden. We can go back and and, and look at some of these other things and go, I think Monty has an idea of what he's doing. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Let's let him execute it because the, the Keegan draft, into the Kevin Herter trade, into the Malik Monk signing, was flawless. Yeah. It was, or Malik might have come first and then Kevin Herter, but w- whichever the order was, yeah. the sequence of those events all worked out beautifully. They all worked out without an issue. And okay, Rui Hachimura, cool. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So let's, let's, we got i think it's february 9th is the trade, the trade deadline. deadline yeah i think so february 8th or 9th mm-hmm. so it's 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 approaching relatively quickly yeah. um i don't know what the move is to make out there we've been over this a million times if you think mason plumley is, is 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 a big time acquisition and matters i see why people wouldn't just we're talking about a 12-minute player. And, and and that's fine. Again, it's valuable. We we understand the value mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. I love the way Rashawn's playing, too. I love mm-hmm. the way Chemezi Metu was playing before he uh, had the bone bruves the other night. Right. I mean, if, if you think Plumlee works, cool. What's it worth? All right, I'm going to trust Monty McNair to put this team together. Absolutely. Uh, and compete when the postseason gets here. I think the most important thing we established in these conversations is there isn't a, player like if you talk about defensive woes you talk about the sacramento kings you know potentially being an nba finals team we're 40 plus games into the season well over 40 games into the season the sacramento kings kind of are what they are defensively Mm -hmm. and a player even two players especially in the roles that they're being with this team they ain't gonna change that no the kings can play really good defense in spurts just like we saw last night, mm-hmm. that's kind of who they are for this year. Mike's going to have to address that in the off season, and God, God bless him. I agree. But I, I don't, I, I don't think that's we're going to see a dramatic shift over the last thirty games of the season because the Kings went and got Mason Player A, uh, yeah, uh, Mason, Mason Plum, Plum whoever. And, and here's the here's the thing Cam, that, Cam Reddish. Well, Cam, might change. no knock on. Cam, okay. Yeah, all
2: right. <laughs> Not nah, bad. Um, but here's the here's the thing that I think about with the trade, and like people are. So, like, we have to do something. That's why I keep saying you don't have to do anything. I, like, I like the roster. You don't have to do anything. And also, the person that you would bring in, at least it feels like, you got to ask this question. We'll start, we'll say Mason Plumley, just because he's a name we always hear. Not to say that his contribution wouldn't matter, but would Mason Plumley ever play in the final six games, uh, final six minutes of a close game? Mm. No. No. And that's, that's the only type of, um trade I'm making is a trade for a guy I, I shouldn't say that. I'll trade some second rounders and Alex Lynn for a Mason Plumley. I would do that. But that's that's what I'm thinking about when you talk about a game changer. A guy who will play potentially the final six minutes of a, a close game. And I don't know if that guy's available and I don't know what you're willing to give up for a guy like that.
3: I don't even know who it is.
2: I don't I don't think That's he's the, out there. I mean I don't, from what I know I don't think he's out there right now.
3: No. It's okay. not John Collins. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think it's John Collins. Um I don't know who it is if it exists. Mm-hmm. And if it does exist, it's a player we're not talking about. It's a player that we don't think is available. It's a player that we feel like, "Oh, that guy's untouchable." Yeah. Or that guy's not being moved or whatever, however you want to frame it. Um, but, uh, a big piece of the puzzle, uh, has been put into place. Uh, Sacramento Kings general manager, Monty McNair has agreed, uh, to a contract, extension, this according, uh, to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Again, both Monty McNair and Wes Wilcox, uh, agree to contract extensions to remain, uh, in the front office of the Sacramento Kings. Uh, And continue to try to build this third seed in the Western Mm. Conference team. This now, uh, after last night's beatdown of the Memphis Grizzlies, twenty-seven and nineteen. Partner, you said it. They might get over five games over five hundred. That elusive five games over five hundred, and never look back. And here they are, uh, eight games over five hundred. We appreciate you so much for being with us for the last time. Uh, we're sending it out to college basketball. We'll hang out on the live stream a little bit longer if you want to check us out on YouTube.com ESPN 1320 or Twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320. If not, we'll see you here tomorrow at noon on ESPN
1: 1320. Go Kings! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.